Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Jesus said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit in their life. Father, this afternoon, I pray for a spirit-filled encounter as we hear your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Anoint these lips of mine. May it bring wisdom. May it bring healing. May it bring direction. May it bring peace to the hearers. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So briefly, Today, I'm sure we have, we've had a very powerful service with the prophet this morning. So just continuing, and I'm talking briefly about the wisdom of the serpent. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Be ye wise as a serpent and harmless as doves. It is one of the words of Jesus Christ. And I, and I started sharing with you last week. And I say, depending on who is speaking, you have to analyze the scene very well. Jesus is the creator of the world. He created as well. The Bible says by him was everything created. So his words are very important. So even though he said, he said just one verse, like Bishop was sharing today, you must learn to go deep. You must learn to go deep so you can do more. That statement, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove, is very loaded. And we began to say, why did Jesus made such a statement and why did he refer to the why did he refer to the wisdom of the serpent and the harmlessness of a dove and the bible says that wisdom is justified by his children and looking at how flourishing how flourishing the serpent is or the snakes are how flourishing snakes are in a hostile world you know how flourishing snakes are in a hostile world gives us a glimpse into their wisdom. And that is why Jesus Christ referred us to learn from them when it comes to wisdom. Because we are talking about the most, one of the most hated species, hated, feared, irritated, and annoyed species. And yet, and yet, they keep increasing. They keep multiplying. They keep flourishing. So it's, it's, so it's, it's, not, so it's not a question of, I don't like snakes. No, it's not about, I don't like snakes, or I like snakes. It's, not, it's none of that. I also don't like snakes. You know, rare this snakes topic. I don't like them. <laughs> I also don't like snakes. So it's not a matter of I like snakes or I don't like snakes. It is what what can we learn from them? Because Jesus pointed us in that direction. I look, you want wisdom? Learn from these guys. Mm. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you want wisdom, you want to be wise, then learn from them. So it's not a matter of I don't like snakes. No, 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 no. I don't like snakes. Nah. <laughs> 
since you start preaching about snakes, every time I go to sleep, I dream about snakes in my dream. No, it's not that. You don't have to dream about snakes in your dream. You buy that dream. Amen. 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 It's more like learn from them. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, last week we talked about masters of the powers of their mouth. The ability to use their mouth to rule their world. The Bible said that the worlds were framed. The worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed. And I shared with you last week that look, you build on what you are framed. If you have the wrong frame or the wrong foundation, no matter what you put on, it will not work. Mm. So it is very important to have the right foundation or the right frame. If you're, if you're a carpenter, if you're a builder, you need to do the right frame. Because when the frame is wrong, everything is wrong. And the Bible mm -hmm. says that we frame our world by our words. We frame. We, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So our words are, is what we use to frame our world. So let's learn to use our words right. Let us learn to use our words well. Let us learn to use our words appropriately. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Because knowing very well that knowing very well that your uh, whatever you are saying is framing your well. So if you if you frame the wrong, wrong thing, I am useless. I can't do anything. Nothing is working for me. I mean, this this is going this this thing is going to end in a disaster. If, if that's the frame you create, then don't don't be surprised if you end end up getting there. So that is why the Bible says that life and death, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you must have the ability to use the life in the tongue and not the death in the tongue. Because in the, in the tongue, in the tongue, there's both life and there's both death. So we must learn to use the tongue for life and not for death. And these are spiritual things. These are spiritual things. These are not things that meant, you're not meant to understand them. That's like the same way you don't understand how the, the, the remote control works. But you flick it and the TV comes on. You know, so let's learn to use. And this is, and one of the things we learn from the snakes is that they are masters of the powers of the mouth. So when Jesus said the, uh, the wise are serpent, he's telling us, look, learn to use the powers of your mouth like the snake so that you can flourish. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That is why you must wake up and look at yourself and say, I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You must look at yourself in the mirror and say that, look, the best thing that ever happened in, into this area is me. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, let's continue about briefly for another, uh, another thing that we need to, we can learn from the snake or the serpent. Let's, let, let, uh, and, and, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about masters. <laughs> I am talking about masters. Okay of overcoming handicaps. Mm. Mm. Masters of, masters at overcoming, okay? Masters at overcoming handicaps. Revelation chapter two, verse seven. Let's look at Revelation two, seven. Revelation chapter two, verse seven. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. He that, he, he that had a year, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. To him that overcometh. Look at the word there. 
to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise. To him that overcometh. To him that overcometh. Go to Revelation 2.17. This is 2.7. Let's go to 2.17. Revelation 2.17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth. Amen. Once again, hear, the, hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Hear. Listen. Sometimes we don't hear. Sometimes our ears are off. Sometimes we are tuned out. But here, the Bible says here, what the Spirit is saying. And the Spirit said that to him that overcometh. You see, let, let me, uh, let's look at this verse carefully. The reward. He said, I'll give the hidden manna. I'll give the tree of life. There is a certain reward. But the reward is not, the, the reward is not to him that tried. it. The reward is not for him, to him that tries. It's to him that overcome it. The reward is not for those who try. The reward is, is not for those who are tempted. The reward is for to, is to, to one who overcomes. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Rewards are not for those who try. Mm. You see, uh, and, and because a lot of us tend to comfort ourselves, but I try, but I try. But let me tell you something. Rewards are given to those who overcome, who mm. win, not those who try. So the fact that you are, I mean, you see, the fact that you are tempted for, okay, look. The fact that you study for an exam so hard, you study for exams so hard. You went for all the remedial classes. You went for all the studies. You tried very hard. And you, and you, and, and, and you got 49%. They will say that because you tried, we will pass you. If the pass mark is 50, no matter, the, if the pass mark is 50, okay, if the pass mark is 50, whether you went, uh, you went to the library, you, bought, you, you got tutors online and got 49 they will still not say because you tried, you will pass you. Yeah. <laughs> you. You will not pass. So, 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 the emphasis is, is the one that overcometh. The one that overcometh. The one that overcometh. It's like, even during the soccer match, there's something called attempt at goal. But you how many attempts at goal, but you still will not win the match unless you score a goal. That's right. That's right. And some teams are very good at attempts at goals. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says, to him that overcometh. To him that overcometh. So I pray that we will learn from the wisdom of the snake, which is the wisdom to overcome, the wisdom to win. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. May you become an overcomer. Amen. I said may you become an overcomer. Amen. May God deliver you from a near success. There's something called near success. No, may God deliver you from a near success. Near success does not help you. May you become successful and not a near success. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm talking about the, the masters at overcoming handicaps. You see, what is a handicap? You see, 
a handicap, a handicap, you see, a handicap is a limitation. It's a disadvantage. It's a challenge. That impedes, you see, that impedes your progress or your success. Okay? It's a limitation, a challenge, okay? Or a disadvantage. That impedes or slows down your success. But, but, you know, let me make the distinction clear. A handicap does not prevent you from succeeding. No. A handicap slows down your success. For example, if I have somebody who's maybe handicapped, physically handicapped in the leg, like a cripple, like a cripple, someone who's physically handicapped, like a cripple, and, I, and we decide to maybe, let's say we're in church, and I decide to maybe walk from the back to the front. I will walk faster. But it does not mean that the cripple cannot get there. It, will, it may take him longer, but he'll get there. So, so, so what I'm trying to say is that, so what I'm trying to say is that a handicap is not necessarily a recipe to fail. It is rather, it is something that it may come your way, but you can rise up and overcome it and still overcome it and succeed. It, it may slow your progress, but you must have the ability to overcome it and still succeed. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, Reverend. I said, somebody hearing me? Yes, Reverend. Yes, Reverend. And so when the Bible says we should be as wise as serpents, one of the things that we learn from them is that they are masters. They are masters as, at overcoming handicap. Okay? Yes. Why do we say so? Let's look at the snake. Among all the animals, the snake is one of the most handicapped animals. Among all the animals. Why do I say so? The snake has no legs. Probably, probably before the before the curse, the snake was walking. Because the curse, God told the snake that you shall on your belly, you shall crawl. So it means before, before the curse, it had legs. Mm. <laughs> I think sometimes. So the curse was the loss of the legs. <laughs> snake has no legs. Number two. Snakes actually have no eyelids. Like they don't, they cannot close their eyes. So they can't see my Jesus. When your when your eye eyelids cannot close, it means that your eye stays open and it gets dry and, and dry and scratchy and foggy. You know, just like when you wear glasses, it can get foggy, you can't see much. That's right. For those of who wear glasses. <laughs> for those of us who wear glasses, see, and so the reason why you keep on shedding tears is that the tears keep on lubricating your eye. So that's why you blink, then you shed tears, you lubricate your eyes. So, so that your eyes is moist and your vision is clear. So because of the inability that they don't have eyelids. Their eyes are dry, so they are literally, literally blind. They can't see much. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. They have no ears. They can't hear. Okay. You think a snake can hear? No, no. They use vibrations and senses. Wow. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. yes sir. So we are coming. Someone who can look. look at, so let's describe, let's describe this person. Somebody who cannot walk. He's crippled, he's blind, he's deaf, and yet successful. Wow. <laughs> he's crippled, he's blind, he is deaf, and yet successful.
successful. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. And it, it will interest you and I to know that maybe, you see, I'm talking about masters of overcoming handicaps or make, taking, making, taking advantage of the handicaps. Probably, probably, the ability for the snake to hide in the corner. That's why the snake can be in your room in the corner somewhere that you cannot see. It's probably because of the fact that it has no legs. Because if, 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 if it had legs, it cannot squeeze itself into a small space. Mm. So you can see that sometimes, so you can see that sometimes Sometimes even the handicap has become an advantage. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And so masters at overcoming handicap. Your challenge. Don't, in other words, your handicap should not become the your handicap. Your, don't stand. Okay, let me say it this way. Don't don't stand or don't focus on your handicap to justify your failure. Mm -hmm. Excuses. I hope we, I hope we, we, are, we understood that. Yes, okay, yes. what I'm what 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 I'm trying to say that don't you see don't dwell too much on your handicap or don't focus on your handicap handicap to justify your failure. Hmm, and I will go more to that because at, see, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it will shock you to know that everybody has a handicap, yeah. one way or the other. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Examples of handicap. You see, examples of handicap. For example, or a limitation. What sets you back? For example, as I'm preaching, for, for us here, okay? For us here, for us I'm preaching you. One of the handicaps that you have is as an immigrant. It's a, being an immigrant is a handicap. Okay? Being an immigrant is a handicap. Just the fact that you are not a native, you are not born here, and your accent, your accent is a handicap. The way you talk is a handicap. It's yeah. a handicap to, to open certain doors for you. But you see, for you to succeed, even though, even though you have a very thick tree ascent, you must learn to overcome that tree ascent if you want to succeed in a certain place. So you must, instead of everything to say, hello, hello, I mean, whatever it takes, learn to say some hello, practice until you can overcome to say hello, so you can overcome that handicap. Don't dwell on that handicap because your hello will not take you anywhere. Hallelujah. Mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And that's the way I talk. No. <laughs> Listen to me. Whether we like it or not, being black is a handicap. Yes. There are a lot of people, you see, you see, there, 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 there are a lot of people, there, 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 there are a lot of people. Um, a lot of places, just simply being black is a handicap because some things will not open up to you because you are black. Mm. Hey. Systemic racism mm. is in the system. Hallelujah. Amen. You are more likely to be stopped by a policeman and, and hustled by a policeman just because you are black. Very true. Certain jobs, certain jobs are not open to you just because of your skin color. You see, but you see, what I'm trying to say is that you must also, you must learn to overcome it. Hallelujah. 
Amen. In other words, in other words, like somebody told me, if so somebody told me, if uh, if it requires an A for a white boy to get it, then it will require two A's for the black boy to get it. So don't so so just know that just know that look for me to get this, I must get the two A's. So focus on how to get the two A's and don't say that because a two A's is required for me, I will not do it. Then you have not overcome the handicap. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. There's so many handicaps. Sometimes, sometimes your family background, sometimes your family background is a handicap. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, and I'm sure most of us our family background is a handicap. Because, because, because some people when they want to buy their when they want to buy their first house, they had an endowment from, from their grandparents. You have to when you go to buy your first house, who gave you money? <laughs> That's fine. If anything, at, if anything at all, the money that you have, you have to send some home to maintain them. So, so a certain, there's a certain. In other, in other words, you are starting, you are starting the race from behind. But that should not become a limitation. That should not become a limitation. You must not do you you must master at overcoming your handicap. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh yeah. Is my church mess hearing me? Yes, we are. See, one of the handicaps that you also face some, sometimes is I mean, this is just between you and I. Sometimes one of the greatest handicaps you face is even your immigration status. It's a handicap. Yeah. It's because your level of education. And your intelligence and what you can do. That's not where you should be. But because you don't have the right documentation. Okay. That's what it is. Because if you had the right documentation, you would not be at that level at all. So, Reverend, what shall I do? What I'm trying to do is pray and overcome that handicap. Yes. <laughs> and, believe, and believe God to overcome that handicap. That I will not be limited by this. I will not be limited by this. Masters at overcoming handicap. Instead of using the handicap as the reason for your failure. You know, some people are good at justifying their failure. It's like, I have the right to fail. Yeah. I once had, I once had a, a very popular um, uh, talk, uh, talk host, talk hostess talking. And she was saying that she was saying that the use of being abused as a child, which some people have used not to post for not to do well. You know, I was abused as a child, I was abused, I was molested. He said, as much as it is sad, it is wrong, it is not right. She and many other successful men went through that, but they still were able to overcome it. So even though it is wrong and it isn't, you cannot use your background and your, your abuse and other things as a reason not to relate and continue failing. No, it's it, I condemn it. It is wrong. It is wrong. It is illegal. It is criminal for anybody to touch anybody. But even though you were touched or you were molested, you must rise up. If, if anybody being Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away. You must learn to move on. The fact that you are abused by your uncle does not mean that you should grow up and become a fornicator. What's wrong with you? I've heard, I've heard a few. That it saddens me. No, because I, I was abused. That's why when I grew up, I can't stop loving boys. No, 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 
no, no, no. Don't use the abuse as a reason to continue failing. The abuse is wrong. And anybody who does that should be prosecuted and jailed. But you must, you must come out of it. Hallelujah. Amen. The reason why I'm moody, the, the, the reason why I'm moody because I, uh, I grew up in a moody home. My parents were always moody. Oh, no, 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 no. Masters are becoming handicaps. Challenges. Problems. Yeah. They are masters. More handicaps. Sometimes, see, let me tell you something. Being single, you see, being, uh, some of, some of, the, some of, some of the handicaps. Being single is a handicap. Boy. I mean, not, not married. It's a handicap. Because, why do I say so? As because, because, because of the fact that you are not married, people, some people will look at you in a certain way. Certain things will not be given to you because you are not married. Certain opinions will not ask for you because you are not married. So it's a handicap. But that should not limit you at all. Because, because you see, the fact that you are not married does not mean at all. Does not mean that, that you are less or there's something wrong with you at all. Zero. Zero. Okay. And you should not allow anybody to put you down because you're not married. Never. Never. And you should not allow anybody to despise you because you are single. Oh, not at all. In God's own time, in God's own time, he makes all things beautiful. Some people have a way of looking down when it's like it's like you have a problem because you're not married. No, you see, that's where you make a mistake. Not the fact that somebody is not married doesn't mean the person has a problem. Not at all. Not at all. So you should not see yourself less. Yes, it's a handicap. Yes, it's a challenge. Yes, it will make people, some people think of you in a certain way, but no, that, that should not be the reason why you should put yourself down. And, and, and for that matter, allow anybody to put you down. You must overcome it. You must overcome the handicap. These are handicaps. <laughs> and the reverse is also true. Being married can also be a, hand, a handicap. Way. <laughs> no way cool. Oh yeah, you don't you know. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the funny, it, it, let, let me even talk about ministry and things like that. Sometimes, 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 when I say being married can be a handicap, being married can be a handicap. Let me explain it before you shoot me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the institution of marriage is not a handicap. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Being married can become a handicap is because of who you are married to. That's what I'm trying to say. Nice. <laughs> that one. Yes. 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 Because of who you are married to. Yeah. The person you are married to can become a handicap. Mm. And, 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 and you must learn to overcome that handicap. Mm. For example, for example, Abigail, Abigail, the Bible talks of the woman, Abigail in the Bible, who was married to uh, Nabal. And the Bible says he was, his name is number four, he was a fool. Hmm. 
So, so, so the woman that Abigail was married to was Nabal, who was a fool. So he was, he was, he had a handicapped husband. No way. But Abigail was able to survive and go around that marriage by his wisdom. Mm. Yeah. Some people, when you marry them, it's a handicap. But that doesn't mean you should divorce the person. You must learn to overcome it. It's a handicap. It's a handicap. Some men, when you marry, is it because is it? What, what is that? It's like because of this particular man that you are married, your progress sort of slows down. Mm. Because of this woman that you have married, because of this woman, your progress slows down. A certain limitation. One, 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 one brother came to see me was Christ. Said, Reverend. Ever since I'm married, all my finances have gone down. I was richer before I got married. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was talking, I was looking at him. He said, Reverend, Reverend, I regret, I regret, I regret. Before I got married, Reverend, my bank balance, everything. Since I married this woman, everything is down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I felt sorry for him and I was laughing, but I looked at what he was saying. You know, like what Bishop was saying, sometimes you, see, you have to get to the deep root of things. Okay? Don't be too, too superficial. And honestly, what the guy was saying was true. What the guy was saying was true. Because I asked him, what he, he used to tell me his, what he used to do, his balance and everything. And after he got married, he, basically he has married a spender, a woman who is airhead, who keeps on spending money. <laughs> so, so I say, it's true. It, 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 it has it has simply become a liability. But let's still know the basis. You see, you see, it, it does not mean that you should pack your things and leave. Use wisdom, overcome. Listen to me. I am preaching to you, my dear daughter, my dear son. So marriages are handicaps, and the, but the solution is not divorce. You need wisdom to overcome the handicap. Great. The Bible said there was a, a city that was besieged by a king, but a poor man by his wisdom was able to save the city. You need somebody, you just need wisdom. That's wisdom. Wisdom. And, 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 and it will, no, see, not only bad marriages are handicaps. No, not only bad marriages are handicaps. Sometimes good marriages are handicaps. Mm. Because, you see, what, Reverend, what, what, why is a good marriage a handicap? A good marriage can become a handicap because sometimes because of the, the good marriage that you are in, you become proud and insensitive. You don't you don't even feel for others. Wow. Because everything is cool for you. So you are so so what you don't know because everything is cool for you, you are proud and you are insensitive. You don't even know what others are going through, you don't even understand some pain. One of the things is whereas 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 you feel that people who are going through difficult marriages, look, sometimes the difficult marriages lend them have taught them patience, humility. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So sometimes even a good man can become a handicap. Another another thing. See, an another thing that can make you is a, a short message. Look, another thing that that, that another thing that it's, 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 it's also a handicap. 
It's in the Bible. Okay? In the Bible. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dealt with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that yes. your prayers be not hindered. Let's look at the verse where it says, read it again. Likewise, ye husbands, what? Dwell with them according to knowledge. Okay. Giving, giving honor unto the wife. Giving who? Honor unto the wife. As what? Unto the weaker vessel. So who's the weaker vessel? The wife. The wife. Yes. A weaker vessel. A handicap. So the point I'm trying to say is that, what I'm trying to say is that, sometimes, not, not, not sometimes, being a woman, okay? Being a woman is, is strong. Being a woman is a handicap. Because the Bible describes it as a weaker vessel. A weaker vessel. And please listen to what I'm saying carefully. Weaker, but not inferior. Mm. Weaker, but not inferior. Just the nature of a woman. The, the nature of a woman makes me... The Bible describes a woman as a weaker person. It means it, see, when I'm holding two things in my hand, if I have two things in my hand, like this and this, this glass and this, and, 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 and this paper, I would say that the, the paper is weaker because I can crush it. But I cannot, the glass is not weaker because it's a bit stronger. I need more force. So the thought that something is something something may be weaker, but not inferior. All that it means is that you have to learn to handle it with care. It means you have to treat it in a different way. And the Bible says that this is where I find somebody being a weak woman. That's what the Bible says. Uh, I mean, dwell with them with knowledge and honor them because they, they, knowing that they are weaker vessels, weaker vessels in the sense that. They have certain, it, it means that they have certain limitations. And you see, and if you're a woman, you have to accept that because of the fact that I'm a woman, I have certain limitations. And don't try to become a man. Mm. Don't try yeah. to become a man. You are not a man. Preach. Not a man. Girl, you are not a boy. You are a woman. And the Bible says that God created you from the uh, God cre created you after He created man as a refined product. So you are a refined product. Yes, you are weaker. You are a refined product. So don't desire to become a man. You are a woman. Just accept that the father and the woman is I am a weaker vessel. Yes, and accept it. Accept that you are a weaker vessel and learn to overcome it. You are a weaker vessel. That is why. That is why when you why why are you a weaker vessel? Even the, your ability to quarrel with your roommate is a sign. Two guys can be in the room. For three years, they don't quarrel. You put two men, they don't quarrel. Wait. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, that is why in most developed, you see, in most developed world, in most developed in the Western world, the laws are done in favor of the weaker ones, the vulnerable ones. Yeah. You see, the reason why the, the laws are done that way because the law has at the back of their mind that the law has it at the back of his mind that the children and the women are weaker than the man. That is why, that is why the laws in the land always favor the children and the women. Mm. That is why if they say divorce, they'll collect the house and give it to the wife. Even though nowadays, some, even though nowadays some of the wives make more money than the men. 
<laughs> because because at the back of the at the back of the of the law, they think this is the weaker vessel. And accept that we're weaker vessel. Accept as as see accept as accept that just by the fact that you are a woman, then you, you, you are a weaker vessel, you have certain moods, certain temperaments. And when and, and when and when somebody is telling somebody is preaching, stop saying that. Oh, uh, don't say that because you're a man. Of course, because I'm a man. I'm not a woman. I'm a man. <laughs> I, I did I tell you I'm a woman? No. No. But you see, you can turn that. You see that. You see that weaker vessel. You see instead of instead of trying to be like a man, you can actually turn that weaker vessel into an advantage. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. To me, women have a lot of advantage if they only know how to use their skills. Yeah, you have a lot of advantage, a lot of advantage, a lot of advantage. Yeah, yeah. You can get, you see, just by being soft, just by being soft, you can get more out of the man. Mm. More. Yeah, because the vulnerable is always protected. So instead of always standing for your rights, demanding that me too, everything. So, so you see, you you'll be surprised that you'll be surprised that even though the Bible says the man is the head, the woman is the neck and the body, you have total control. So just by accepting that, look, I'm a woman. This is my place. Let me love. Let me care. You can get more, but rather standing up and arguing. It's what will make you. It's what brings the anger and the breakdown. Just be. I said, that, look, this is my role. This is my place. And as you do that, you find that rather your handicap can even become an advantage. Mm. I, to me, to me, look, to me, a lot of women, if they know how to become women, have a lot of advantages. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, Reverend. Yeah. Accept it. And flow with it. Yeah, accept it. Accept it. You see, I don't don't become an agitator, always trying fighting for equality. It's not equality here. I, I'm sorry, it's not equality here. You see, equality and, and not that people should, not, not, not that anybody's against equality, but, she, but don't don't become a champion of always fighting for fighting, fighting, fighting. There is there is a certain blessing, there's a certain blessing, and there's a certain gain and a certain advantage of being soft and accepting your weakness. Just in case you don't know, sometimes being handicapped is an advantage. When you every time you every time you go shopping or go to any of the parking lot, don't you see that? The parking lot close to the place is reserved for the handicap. Yes. Can't you see that in in uh, in 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 second second in second handicap is an advantage because the parking lot closer to the thing is given to the handicap. You're preaching. Yes. <laughs> and finally, one the last thing I'll talk about is your past. Your past can also become a handicap. Mm. Mm. Psalm 25, Psalm 25, verse 6 and 7. 
Psalm 25, verse 6 and 7. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not of the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake. Oh you know what the psalmist saying? Remember not of the sins of my youth and my transgression. Sometimes the things that we have done in the past are wild transgressions and they can become handicaps. <laughs> remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. According to, because when I look at the things that I've done, what I've been involved in the past, they are real transgressions and they have become handicaps. But let me tell you, to move on in life, to move on in life, you must become like Paul, forgetting those things that are behind. I press on towards the mark. Yes, you are, some things you did in the past, some things you did in the past are handicaps. Mm. Handicaps. Handicaps. Because of certain things you did in the past, they seem to limit your success. You can't do because of the past experience. But you must learn to forget it. You must learn to move on. You, you, you cannot live. Listen to me, church. You cannot live your life always looking in the red view mirror. You will crash. Nobody drives looking through the red mirror. The red view mirror, you look in it from time to time. When you are driving, the focus must be on the, the windscreen. But from time to time, you look in the red view mirror to see what is behind. But you can, but that does not mean that when you are driving, you must always keep your eye on the red view mirror. You will crash. It comes a time you must move on. You must move on. You must move on. You must move on. Yes, I did this. I committed three abortion. It's over. I mean, in Christ, you must move on. I was abused. It's over. I must move on. I did this. It was over. I must move on. You cannot keep on looking in the red view mirror. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. No, no, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. And, and for that matter, use it. You, and, that, and for that matter, use it as the excuse for your current failure. Mm. No. Yes. Must move on. I must move on. Your yes. past. Your past. Your past. Oh, your past can become a handicap. So, and just, just for example. So, you see. Sometimes, even the fact that you had a child before, you had a child without getting married, can become a handicap. Because any brother who comes around, as he's talking to you, and is about to propose, and see something in the trailer behind you, oh, sister, you know, I just wanted us to be friends, right? We are lying. They wanted to marry, but they saw the trailer. Mm. <laughs> excess baggage. So that's the trailer. <laughs> They saw the SS baggage. They saw the trailer. <laughs> that is why now they, they are now beginning to give you excuses. But you see, what I'm trying to say is that, what I'm trying to say is that, I know of a lady who has born three and somebody married her. So you can be born one, born two, born three. It, 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 it can be behind you. You can still be married, Jano. Amen. You must move on. Forgetting those that are behind. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look, the father, your father did not look after you. Should not become the reason. Oh, my father, if only my father, your father, you, you, your father, yes, your father was supposed to look after you, but he did not. He did not. How long can you cry about it? Hmm. How long? He did not. Your father was supposed to look, at, but he did not. 
How, can, how long can you cry about it? You must move on. Preacher. Your past. Your past. You must let your past go. Don't forget the scripture. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. There comes a point you must say that, look, whatever case, whatever mistake was done in the past, I renounce myself. I remove myself from it. I am moving on. Yes. Mm. <coughs> Hallelujah. Amen. How to overcome the handicaps. How to. Quickly, three things. How to. Number one, how to, over, how to overcome your handicaps. Three important things. Number one, have a can-do attitude. Just have a can-do attitude. I can do what is school crisis like this week. Okay? Yes. I can do all things through Christ. Yes. I, I have, I, have um, I can do all uh, I, I, I can do all things through Christ. Yes. My father didn't look after me, but I, I, I can survive. Yes. I was abused as a child. I can move on. Yes. I had um I had a, a child. Even though I had a child, I can still become somebody's fresh, newly exciting Ooh. bride. That's all right. <laughs> I can do all this. I can do all this. I said, I know a lady that's the children. She's married. She, somebody has married her fresh crowd. And the person is happy. Mm. And when, when, when the... Yeah. And when, when, when somebody asked me that, um, why do you think this person is happy? I said, look, when God gave the people of Israel the promised land, the promised land was not a virgin land. There were people living there. <laughs> wow. So, 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 what you don't know is that something that is used can become a promised land to somebody. You're preaching. Okay. So, I can do. I can do all things. I can do all things. I failed the exam twice. I failed the exam twice. I can move on. I can do all things through Christ. So, have a can do attitude. A can do attitude. A can-do attitude. A can-do attitude. You need a can-do attitude. That's what I'm talking about. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can. I can. I'm not going to accept failure. I'm not going to accept defeat. I can do all things. Have a can-do attitude. And do you not use your, your handicap or your past experience as an excuse to justify your failure. I can't. Mm. Yeah. Somebody was telling me about this. It's a story. I don't know how true it was. was Someone was telling me about a, a certain guy who was being deported from London, a Nigerian, who was being deported from London. And as they brought him to the airport, and, and the, the, the policeman hung up and said, I'm sending him to the country. He looked at the policeman and said, Look, you send me to Lagos for, in Christmas. I'll be back in. Je- I'll be back for the New Year. Just a joke, I don't know. Hey, like, 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 you are sending me from London here on Christmas. Expect me back in the New Year. I'll be back. Oh boy, that's just a joke. I beg you, don't hold me to it. <laughs> but I, I, what I'm doing, it, it, and this is just a window. I can do. Some some people have a can do attitude that you cannot put me down. Hmm. Yeah. You are deporting me in Christmas. I'm back in general. You can't keep me. You know what? What was that other guy? You cannot keep me out of this country. <laughs> <laughs> I can do all things. That was just a joke, but what the hell? I can do what? Amen. 
Number two. Remember this. Remember this that many, you see, you are not alone in, in your handicap. Many have handicaps. Many people have handicaps. Okay? Many people have handicaps. Because you sometimes, sometimes you, you tend to think that you are the only one with a handicap. You are the only one with a problem. You are the only one with an issue. But the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. See, you are not the only one with a handicap. Mm. And the pastor, friend of mine, who called a friend of his in London, complained about his wife. And after he talked about it, a pastor complained about his wife, is this wife, is this wife, is this wife, call another pastor, complain about his wife. And when he finished, after the pastor has listened to all the conversation, he was suspecting some comforting words. The, do you know the response? The pastor, the other, the other pastor, the other said, brother, nowhere cool. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What the other pastor told my dad was a brother, nowhere cool. Mm-hmm. So you are not the only one with a handicap. Ah, recently, what did we see? see recently, what, what have we seen? We thought that family quarrel and family problems is only among poor, among poor families. I mean, you not talking to your brother. You not you quarrel. You thought it was only among poor people. We just show the, the royal family, royal family, royal family. They're squaring the royal family. So why are you worried about your small family? It's major quarrel, the royal family. So brother, no work cool. Okay, no work cool. Internet royal family. I mean, when I said, I said, hey, you would think that. It's only family without families without property that they not quarrel. This are this are ancient institutions. Royal, royal, they are quarrel. Mm. So, brother, tell your neighbor, take your family like that, okay? Take your family like that. No way, cool. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's number two. Why am I sharing the second point? Because this second point is important because you see. Sometimes when you are going through a problem, sometimes when you are going through a problem and you know that other people have the same problem, you are comforted. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know that. But it's only when you it's only when you think that you are the only one. That's why you feel depressed. In fact, it's, it's, it's like it's like failing an exam. You see, when you fail an exam, in fact, you are the only one in the class who failed, you'll be very depressed. But when you fail, in fact, oh. About 80% of the class fail. Oh, cool. Everybody's cool. <laughs> we fail together. We fail together. So sometimes the depression and the failure, it comes because you think you're alone. But let me tell you something. No way cool. No way cool. No way cool. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. How to overcome the handicap. Number three. Learn to rely on, on the supernatural strength. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10. Second Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 8 to 10. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me, And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. What did he say? He said, I, for, I had a problem. I had a handicap. I had an infirmity. I prayed to God. I had a problem. I had a handicap. I, I prayed to God. Three times, God, take this problem from me. But I didn't go. Then he said, and he said, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Church, there is something called sufficient grace. There is something called sufficient grace. Grace that is sufficient. So learn to rely on sufficient grace in your handicap. In my handicap, there is something called grace sufficient. I don't have this. I don't have that. But the grace of God is able to let me overcome it. Mm. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. So instead of focusing on what you don't have and what you can't do, rely on grace sufficient. My grace is sufficient. There is something grace. Grace sufficient. Something that God supplies so that our weakness becomes irrelevant. Yes, I am weak. Yes, I have a problem here. But there's a certain grace that comes upon my life that makes that handicap irrelevant. Grace sufficient. My grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. There is sufficient grace. There is something that there is something that, that that God gives that makes your shortcomings irrelevant. And I pray to God, I pray God this afternoon that whatever your handicap may be, grace sufficient will come your way. Amen. Whatever your limitation may be, grace sufficient will come your way. That is why he said in verse 10, therefore I'll rather most glory in my that's why he said that. Therefore, I take pleasure. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches. What is, what is the last thing I want to say? You see, accept. You see, there is something I will say before I end up. Accept some, some weaknesses and some infirmity. Accept some, accept some weaknesses and don't fight it. Hmm. No, don't fight it. Just accept and live with it. Accept and live with it. For example, if you, I mean, for example, if you are an antelope, if you are an antelope, okay, the fact that you are an antelope means that uh, 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 you, are, you, are, you can become a prey to the lion. Okay, a lion, the lion can eat you up. But, but the way to survive, the way to survive is to capitalize on your speed and agility as an antelope. Rather than praying to God, that God, give me the teeth and the claws so that I can fight the lion. You can never, never, never fight the lion because you are an antelope. It, it, you can never, never fight the lion. You are an antelope. But rather, 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 accept that I'm an antelope. And therefore, because I'm an antelope, let me rather develop skills to run away instead of developing skills to fight. Preaching. 
So I can never have the claws and the skills to fight a lion. The only way I can survive this lion is, Lord, Lord, give me the speed and the agility to hide and to run. So accept your weakness and pray for grace sufficient. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Grace sufficient. Grace to carry me through. Paul said that Yo, my grace, my grace is sufficient. There is something called grace sufficient. And why, and I'm using the word sufficient because you see, it is somehow when it comes your way, it nullifies, it cancels the effect of the handicap. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. Grace sufficient. And I think all of us have to learn to rely on that grace. Because you see, when you don't learn to rely on that grace, when you don't learn to trust on that grace, you will become frustrated. You will try to develop a teeth and a claw, even though you are an antelope. Hmm. Grace sufficient. Grace sufficient. And God gives that grace. Let me tell you something. God gave that grace, the God of all grace. He gives you, yes, you may be single, but he gives you the grace to live. Mm. You may be married in a difficult marriage. He gives you the grace. You may, you may have a problem with your status. He gives you the grace. Grace sufficient. Mm -hmm. You are sick in your body. He gives the grace. grace. Listen, there is always sufficient grace for God. That's what Paul said. That he, he said, my grace is sufficient. There is something that I can give to you. In, in, let, let, me, let me be honest with you. The grace sufficient does not take away the problem. The problem did not go away. But the effect of the problem was nullified. Mm. Wow. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you a very extreme example. Let me give it's an extreme example. The, for example, for example, it's, a, it's an extreme example. So, for example, one of the reasons why Paul called for marriage, the Bible recommends for marriage is that he said that so that you may not bend. Okay? That Paul said, so that you may not bend or you, that you may not have a sexual desire. Let every man marry. Okay? Let every man marry. So that you may not bend. So, so one of the reasons why the Bible recommends for marriage is so that you can, so that you can, you can, you can enjoy some sexual pleasure or, or handle your sexual passions. Mm -hmm. but, but you see, so the need for that marriage is that. So is it possible that, is it possible that maybe if you are single, God can also give you grace sufficient so that in your singleness, you will never last, you don't have any sexual desire. Yes. Yeah. Is it possible? So, so that even though you lack certain things, even though, you, even though you, you lack, a, even though, even though you lack a husband, you are never tempted to fornicate and you are never tempted at all to fornicate. Not at all. It's like the desire is not even there. So, uh, which is not natural because naturally there should be a desire. So when the desire is not there, it means a certain grace is working. Grace sufficient. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes even, I mean, God can give you a certain grace. You, you, you see, so, so grace sufficient. You find that even though you don't earn a lot of money, okay, you don't earn a lot, you don't have a lot of money, you also have a certain grace sufficient, such that you don't also are not attracted to material things. 
So you find that what is stressing people that don't stress you? And people used to wonder, what is wrong with you? It's not what is wrong with you. There's some grace on your life, which makes certain things that stressful don't stress you. So grace is sufficient. Not that the problem is eliminated, but there's a certain grace that makes the, pro- the effect that makes the effect of the problem useless. May God give you as grace sufficient. Amen. I say, may God grant us grace sufficient. Amen. To overcome every handicap and every limitation. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Let's close. Baba. Ela masuka tanda lia baba. Enuri mama jende lia mama. Ena lia mama. Pray for grace sufficient. Paul said there was a thorn in my flesh. There was a thorn in my flesh. But three times I prayed. Three times I prayed. Mashaka tanda lia baba. And God said my grace, my grace, my grace. What is talk about? I can do attitude. Pray for I can do attitude. Pray for I can do. I can do all things. I can do all things. Pray for grace sufficient. Pray for grace sufficient. The, the grace to Makanda Liaba. The Jendeli Kaba. The Jandalia Baba. The Kendeli Mama Zonolia Baba. The Jendelia Mama Mama. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. It's part of my handicap. It's part of my weakness. Spirit of my limitations, I can do all things. Hey, God, I need my infirmity and my weakness. Your grace is sufficient. 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 You see me through. You see me through. You see me through. Mashaka Kandalia Baba. Makandalia Mama. Jendeli Kabo. Jendelia Mama. Kindalia Mama. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Before we end here, this service, if you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ. See, one of the graces that comes, one of the graces that comes, Bob said that it is by faith, through grace, are you saved. And the Bible also talks about the grace of God that brings salvation. This afternoon, I pray that this, the grace, the grace of God that brings salvation will appear to you. Because even to be saved is by grace. So if you are not born again, if you are not saved, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, then this afternoon I want you to pray this simple prayer. Trusting in the grace to save. For there's the grace of God that brings salvation. So pray this prayer after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come as a sinner. I come as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a, I want child, to be a child of God. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For saving me. For saving me. Amen. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.